into the arms of Davis. And a superior team all season long was a superior team tonight. And the Kentucky coronation is complete. Champions 2012. Benny Snell needs five yards to break Sonny Collins' career rushing record. They give it to Benny. Straight ahead. Ten. Five. Touchdown. And a rookie record for Benny Snell Jr. of Kentucky. The All Out Kentucky Podcast. Welcome in to the All Out Kentucky Podcast. Your home for the Kentucky Wildcats basketball and football program. I am your host, A.J. Bradley, and I am joined, as always, by my brother and co-host, Sam Bradley. And Sam, we'll just cut straight to the chase. We have a massive, important game tonight at Kroger Field as a number 13-ranked Kentucky Wildcats take on the South Carolina Gamecocks. There have been rumors swirling all week around Kentucky's star quarterback, Will Levis, and his uncertainty to play tonight due to a lower leg foot injury. That's about all the information they have given out all week, so that's about all we're going to say on that. At the end of the day, the Cats need to come out with a victory and cannot drop two straight games in the SEC. So Sam, I'd like to bring you in and I'll pose this question to you right now. Do the Wildcats have enough to get it done if Will Levis does not play tonight. Yeah, thanks for bringing us in there, AJ. Uh, you know, as the hours kind of wind down and we're gearing up for kickoff down here in Lexington, um, you know, the news is almost all but finalized. It feels like the buzz is kind of closing in on us, AJ, and it feels like Will Levis will not go for the Kentucky Wildcats, at least at the starting position. Sounds like he will dress and go through the pregame, but um, most likely will not be our starter tonight. So that's a great question that you poise. Um, truthfully, AJ, you know, we got to break it down. The Kentucky Wildcats haven't scored more than 31 points offensively this year. We have, to this point, been heavy on almost 60% of our play calls being through the air with, obviously, Will Levis at the throne. Tonight, we will not have him in the backfield. We will be going to redshirt freshman Kayon Sharon, who has not started or nor played a down of college football. Um, you know, they're very capable, obviously, and uh, or he's very capable, and we've got a lot of trust in him. But at the end of the day, this is an SEC opponent coming into our barn that's uh, smelling blood or tasting blood in the water, if you will. So they want to get a big W. It's a great question aj i think truthfully we're we're a bit banged up uh you know we're going to be missing our star linebacker we're going to be missing our right tackle we're going to be missing our top five quarterback it's a lot stacked up against us and we're coming off of a an emotional loss last week at Ole miss it's uh you know it's a letdown spot but the way i'm looking at it aj is the script has almost been flipped now it's no longer the buzz of this can't be a letdown spot. We've you know, got to come out and do everything we can to beat the Gamecocks tonight. It's now, in my opinion, AJ, all hands on deck. We got to get this W because we are going to be starting a redshirt true freshman who 
truthfully, has never played it down of college football. I think the motive, the the entire script has been flipped now. And that's what I like, to be honest. I, I was a little uncomfortable with our backs against the wall saying, you know, let's just do anything to not lose two in a row. And, and now the offense obviously changes a lot. I think we have enough. We've talked about it, AJ. We, we broke it down after the LS, or I mean the Ole Miss game, excuse me. We've got the weapons offensively. We really do. It's just we have to hope that Rich Scangarello has put together a package. Obviously, this is information we've known for a few days now that Will Levis might not go. So let's hope that they've put together a package that suits either quarterback um, and that we're ready to roll. I really do think we have enough offensive weapons. We're going up against a very inferior opponent defensively. They are just not a great defensive team, AJ. They've given up a whole lot of points and a lot of the yardage coming from the ground. I mean, you and I both know it's going to come down to the ground tonight, in my opinion. Um, Whether if Will Levis can go or not, we have to watch Chris Rodriguez run all over him. The last couple of games, AJ, the Gamecocks have given up over 200 yards rushing in three straight games. I mean, this is an opportunity for Chris Levis and this Kentucky Wildcats team to finally get the run game going. We know how important it is, in my opinion, AJ, we got to eat this clock tonight. We have to win the time of possession against the Gamecocks. Obviously, our reign over the Gamecocks has now gone on for quite some time. Of the last eight wins that we have over the Gamecocks, we have dominated the time of possession. The one game we did lose to them in the last 10 years, AJ, we lost the time of possession battle. That's going to be key for us tonight. The crowd's going to be amped up. It's an entire sold-out or uh, stadium, it's going to be incredible atmosphere. I really do think that's also when you say, AJ, do we have enough? You kind of also have to think like part of that enough, part of the factor is this crowd tonight. It, it's going to be an electric factory. I want BBN to absolutely be going bananas the entirety of the game, make it impossible for these Gamecocks to get comfortable. And that's going to be a huge factor in it because obviously we flipped the script, like we said. And now BBN has to get behind this new redshirt freshman and this offense and no matter what, be cheering their heads off the entirety of the game. But how do you think it shapes out, AJ? Do you think we got enough in the tank? As a short answer, <clears throat> excuse me, yes, I do. I really do think we have enough in the tank. And uh I like where you went with that. I think a lot of the success that we need to have offensively as a unit tonight without Will Levis is being able to run the football, being able to chew some of that clock, control the possession, and then be able to punch a, punch a few touchdowns in when we get down there in the red zone. You know, you may have to settle for a few field goals here and there. You'd like to see some improvement with that unit as opposed to last week where that was a huge factor in not coming away with a victory so a lot of running tonight with Chris Rodriguez you know he's fresh he's only played one game he he should be in better shape this week than he was last week and a lot of the burden I think falls on him he, he he's really got to have a moment tonight where he says I'm the leader I'm not going to let us go down and I'm going to I'm going to help us be successful on offense and I'm going to put this ball in the end zone the good thing is, without Will Levis, 
I know it sounds like a disaster, but it's a big opportunity for this freshman to come in. And if the coaching staff is smart, they're not going to put the game in this kid's hands, okay? This game is more about Mark Stoops and Rich, Rich Gangarello and what they're able to do as far as an offensive game plan and just a game plan in general for the game to be able to not have to put the ball in an unexperienced quarterback's hands and make plays to win a football game. Let's go out there and do enough to win this football game where we don't have to put that sort of pressure on him, you know, and having the crowd there is going to be great for a first time starter. So I think a lot of that pressure that they may be feeling from not having Will Levis out there. A lot of that, like I said, it falls on Chris Rodriguez and then it falls on the coaching staff and those leaders because they understand that we are a different team without Will. So they need to put everyone in the best position possible to be able to make the correct plays and to be able to have some success and go out there and find a way to get a W. I think, Sam, you absolutely nailed it when you talked about the time of possession. That's going to be a big factor. You know, some games I don't think it it, it really is a factor um, just based on varying play styles of two different teams and, and everything like that. But I do think this is a game where controlling the clock, being able to keep that South Carolina offense off the field, not that they are an extremely explosive unit and they've been prone to turnovers with Spencer Rattler as he's thrown more interceptions than he has touchdowns this year. So... I'm not saying I'm scared of them, but I don't know what our offense is going to look like tonight, and I don't know how many points we're going to be able to put on the board. So minimizing the amount of attempts that the South Carolina offense gets is going to be key just to be able to keep that point total down so that we don't have to ask our offense to go out there and score 30 points to win a football game. You know what I mean? So um, Mm -hmm. that's that's where I'm at with it, and – one thing I did want to to touch on, and I brought up the coaching staff, and I think this is a time to really look in your past and rely on things and experiences from your past to help you in this moment. And it wasn't too long ago, Sam, that we didn't have a quarterback. Our quarterback was Lynn Bowden, okay? And dude was just, yes, dude was just running all over the place. So... I say that to say this, you've been in this position before as a team and as a coaching staff and as a, an entire university, the whole football program, we've been in this position before, so we're not in uncharted waters. We would love to have Will, it would be great, but we've been here, we've done this, so rely on that, use that experience to kind of guide you through the game tonight and, and help you pull out the victory. I mean, it's simple as that, AJ. We can sit here till we're blue in the face and break this game down, but the Kentucky Wildcats are poised for a huge game against a SEC opponent that a week ago, fully healthy with the Wildcats, I'd say, I'm not too scared. Let's run them out of this building and make a point that we're back and we, we bounced back from that tough loss last week. But it, like we've said – Simple as this, we have to get the win tonight one way or another. It may be ugly. 
it may be an absolute grinded out fest. We have to just find a way to win. And I, I hope that's been the message all week to this Kentucky Wildcats team from our coaching staff is just, hey, all the little details have to be perfect this week. We have to have the attention to detail this week. You alluded to the special teams. Even stuff like that has to be perfect this week because there's less room for error, AJ. We we know that we're going to be going in with a, a less explosive offense, but almost what you broke down after last uh game aj of how you would like to see our offense evolve moving forward this is our opportunity right here right now we've got an inexperienced quarterback we've got to get the ball out of his hands quick i want to see slants i want to see screens aj i want to get that running game going early the most important thing that i can kind of give everyone is when we look at the advanced analytics of the defense that we're going up against out of all the Power 5 teams in college football, they blitz in the top 10 in the entire country, AJ. At times, they've been the number one blitzing team in the country throughout this season. However, despite those analytics, they're ranked number 126 in the country, AJ, with only four sacks. What does that tell you? They're bringing the pressure, and they ain't getting home. Because teams see it coming, and they get the ball out. You know what you do against the Blitz, AJ? You run it down your throat, and you get the ball out quick. And that's what we have to do tonight. I mean, I said it earlier, this isn't a great defensive front that we're going to have to be facing tonight. It is a absolute great opportunity for a get-right opportunity game for our offense, regardless if Will Levis is in or not. It doesn't matter. We have to move the ball, and we have to move it quick for us to get a win tonight. I absolutely love it, Sam. I think um, I think you all can hear in our voices just kind of the the magnitude of of this game tonight. And I know after coming off the loss with Ole Miss, you know everyone's thinking, "All right, get right game. We come home. Let's beat South Carolina. Get back on track." And this may not have been a game we all had circled throughout the course of the the off season and even the last few weeks, but that's the crazy thing about college football is players go down, circumstances change, you never quite know what you're going to be walking into on a week-to-week basis, and this is where we are right now, and this is what we're faced with, and that's why I think... Like I said, you hear it in our voices and you understand the magnitude of of what's going on because everyone has had very high expectations, myself included, for this season and just the overall growth of the team. And a second loss here obviously would just, I'm not going to say would bring it to a screeching halt, but it's just not the direct, you know what I mean? It's just like a lot of Mm -hmm. the all the buzz is worn off and it's just, it's tough to to bring yourself back from that and to continue to have a successful season. I mean, I will say with Mark Stoops last year, we lost three games in a row and we continued to fight and battle and, and finished out the season strong. So I'm not saying we're, they're ever going to lay down and quit because that's never going to happen, but hell no, we need to win this game. And it's got to be like Sam said, it's just got to be an all hands on deck type thing. Anybody and everybody who 
can play a part in us winning this football game tonight has got to do their part and do it to the best of their ability. And everyone's got to lock in tonight. <clears throat> and Sam, we haven't really touched on it a whole ton yet, but uh, our defense has been stellar. And I feel like I come on here and say this every single week, but last week just confirmed even more of what I knew. And did we struggle early? Yes. I'll give you that. They caught us in a few situations. Maybe we weren't prepared enough. Maybe we just weren't quick enough to get to the right places and everything. But outside of that, you continue to see a Kentucky football team that it's tough to move the ball against. It's tough to score against. And so I'm really looking at this defense tonight to come up big and play well. South Carolina, they have three different running backs that they like to use, and they run the ball a lot. They're similar to uh, Ole Miss in that in that style. They are not as up-tempo as Ole Miss. That was pretty crazy. You don't see that on a week-to-week basis, but... They like to run the ball a lot, and then they'll like they, what they like to do is try to get Spencer Rattler out, play action, move the pocket for him. That's where he does his best work. He's not really a traditional, I'm going to stand in the pocket, sit there, pick apart a defense. I don't think he, he's got that in his game to be able to pick apart our defense like that. So, again, a lot similar to last week. Starts with stopping the run being physical up front at the line of scrimmage and then forcing them into known passing situations. And that's where you can really start to uh, have some success. Spencer Rattler has thrown seven interceptions already this season. You look at our defense has been flying around in the secondary, very active. I think you could have a big night from somebody back there, just really making a statement and and putting their mark on this game. Um, The opportunity will definitely be there. He's going to throw one in a place where we can catch it. So it's got to be made. Last week, I think we came out with the overall sentiment of missed opportunities, right? Those opportunities Mm -hmm. that present themselves tonight cannot be missed. We don't have a margin for error that we had in any other game this year because of the quarterback situation. So... Everything we do gets amplified, gets magnified. It is time to take advantage of those opportunities. Seize them, make a play, win the damn game. Mm-hmm. No, you're absolutely right, and I'm glad you brought up our defensive performance because this is their most critical battle yet. I I know we've give, or gone up against some far greater opponents offensively. It doesn't matter. Spencer Rattler is starting to come into his own. I know the interceptions is glaring, um, but the kid is starting to get a little more comfortable each week, AJ. And it's going to come down to our defensive performance. I I totally agree with you there. I think we got to win the turnover battle tonight. And our first and down success rate has to be great tonight because last week it was good. But then what was happening on third down, which we talked about, AJ, we're one of the best third down defensive teams in the country. They're picking us apart, getting big plays, chunk plays on third down against us. That has to be cleaned up this week. Obviously, like you alluded to, AJ, that high-tempo offense was really giving our defense some 
issues early on, but then you saw the Kentucky Wildcats defense come out in the second half and put a masterclass performance together. Let's build off of that. Let's build off of that. We've been an amazing second-half team. Tonight, both halves. Both halves defensively. We don't have that room for error to go down at half, AJ, and expect our offense to come back and bring us into the game in the second half. We don't have that opportunity tonight. So, it's two halves tonight. We have to win both of them. And defensively, from the first kickoff, from that first snap into Spencer Rattler's hands, we got to be coming hard. I want to see some pressure on them. I know that we're banged up. I know we're missing our key linebacker. Doesn't matter. I want to see some some big plays and some guys to step up. And I think what you said about the opportunities and how we didn't seize those last week is probably the most critical piece of tonight's game. We we don't have the room for error. We If we get an opportunity to force a turnover, we have to make sure it is done. But I really do think that Mark Stoops and his staff will have this team ready to rock and roll. And I, I truly think when they come running out of that tunnel, AJ, to Grove Street, you're going to be able to hear it from maybe Detroit. I'm not kidding, AJ. You might hear us from Detroit. Oh, man, I can't wait. Um, <clears throat> should be a really fun evening down in Kroger Field. I know that you will be there, Sam, so you will be the first person to be screaming and yelling and making sure that that crowd is rowdy tonight and going nuts and supporting the team and can't say it enough just another big opportunity in front of us so let's go out there and do what we got to do and come away with the victory rely on your experience get the ball in your playmaker's hands and see rod i'm looking at you all right you're my guy be a leader tonight okay go out there set the tone with the physicality from the beginning of the game this ain't going to be no cakewalk. You're going to be in for a battle, and you let them know that. We don't care if we don't have our quarterback. We get that, and you smell blood. We're coming right at you, and we're going to punch you in the mouth. And let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. I, I think, AJ, one thing that we should be looking for tonight is no joke how that team comes out from the very first play, if not the first play, running out of the tunnel. I, I want to know right away that they can feel the energy in the crowd and that they know how big of a game this is. I don't care if it's not a top 25 matchup. I want the Kentucky Wildcats from the very start to show us what this game means to them. It, it, yeah. That's I mean, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm going to be looking for. No, 100%, Sam. And I think that, um, if anything... You, you kind of touched on this at the beginning, but you think about any sort of letdown spot here. Um, I think that all just gets thrown out the window because you've got a team here who's seen their quarterback take an absolute beating last week, fight through it, still try to make the plays down the stretch to win the ball game. This week, they clearly know he's banged up. It's not like they're just finding out Saturday morning that he may not play. They've known this all week, so they've been preparing. And I think that that gives them a little bit of an edge. Uh, uh, Get focused. They all know. The players understand what's at stake here. So I think that that's just 
in the back of their mind, we're ready to go. We got to be mentally sharp this week because our quarterback's not out. So I can't wait to see what happens tonight at Kroger Field. It should be a great one. Crowd's going to be electric, like you said. Um, that's about all I had on the game, Sam. I don't know if you wanted to add anything else, but. Um, you know, the, the only thing I have left to say is just a conversation I was actually having earlier about this game and how banged up we are and how we're going out there with, you know, most likely, you know, it's not finalized just quite yet, but most likely without Will Levis. And the conversation was just talking about how the other party was saying, you know, well, Kentucky's banged up. You know, let, we, we just got to hope that we get a win. If we don't, it's because we're missing all these people. And that's when I stopped him. I said, you know, the winner loss column's not going to say Asterix was missing J.J. Weaver, was missing Will Levis. It's not going to say any of that. So let's throw that out of the window and let's focus on who's ready to roll and who can go tonight. And that's the key message. And I hope that's been a clear to the rest of the team that I don't care who you are, you better be ready to roll tonight because we have got to answer the bell. And that's really that's what it all boils down to, AJ. Absolutely. And uh, I think the last thing that we got to do is let's put our let's put our money where our mouth is, so to speak. Give me your prediction. What's going to happen tonight? Score. And give me the MVP or an X factor in the game. Yeah, AJ. I think I think the Kentucky Wildcats get the W here at Kroger Field. I think the final score is actually going to be twenty Kentucky to thirteen Gamecocks. I think. Spencer Rattler is able to get in the end zone once, and I think they settle. I think at, at the beginning, Kentucky and um, the Gamecocks are going to have to settle for a few field goals, kind of like what you were talking about. And I think that just compounds later into the second half. I think we t- turn up the heat that second half, and that's when we kind of extend the lead just a bit. Um, I think my MVP, AJ, it, it, it's going to be Barry and Brown. I think that kid showed us last week – that he is an absolute X factor. Get the ball in his hands on special teams, on kickoff returns, on punt returns, on offense, and let that guy impact the game. I think AJ he goes for north of eighty yards and a touchdown, and I think he he really just opens up the opportunities on offense that we so desperately need tonight. I think he alleviates some of the early pressure by them having to stick on him and he gets some chunk plays right off the bat, and I think that's how we kind of open up the comfortability level for this young quarterback and obviously different-looking Kentucky Wildcats offense. You, my friend, what's your prediction? Who's your MVP this week? So the MVP thing I've been I've been thinking about all week, is just, especially with Will being out, you know, who I – who who's gonna step up and make plays and um I've been tossing and turning about it, thinking about it. Anyways, um I do think Kentucky is gonna get the vic- victory tonight. I really do. Um obviously it's gonna be a hard fought fought game. I don't see any way in which we can go out there and just blow them out. I don't think that that's in the cards tonight. Um but I think we can we can find a way to to get a victory. 
rely on that defense to make some plays, keep them out of the end zone, offense do enough to get in the end zone. Um, I'm thinking 25-16, kind of an odd score there. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the the line was set right around 10 and a half, 11 points before the news of Will Levis came out. Um, it drops all the way down to about five and a half now. It was hovering right around six, six and a half most of the week um, from Wednesday on. So uh, I think that we are able to push upwards towards that normal original line that was set of 10 or 11. Um, so I think a nine to 10 point victory is something that is well within our grasp. Um, like I said, might not be the most appealing game, the prettiest game to turn on, but um, you're going to see a lot of grit. You're going to see a lot of fight and toughness out there on display. And, and uh, I think that home crowd will really help propel these, these Wildcats to a victory tonight. I think that's a massive, massive key is having this game at home tonight is really going to be something that we can rely on, not rely on, but just have that energy to be something that continues to bring our spirit up and in the energy around the building uh, all night long to just continue to fight and go because there may be times of this game where we may go down, you know, we may struggle on offense for a little bit and it may not look like everything's going perfect. So the crowd is going to be huge in those moments to continue to cheer on when we make good plays, get the guys fired up, that sort of thing. So 25-16 is where I'm at. And then MVP. Oh, man. I I, I guess I, I, I wanted to go somewhere else other than Chris Rodriguez, but I just don't think there's any other way for me tonight. Um, it's got to be there. It's got to be him. He's got to have a massive game on the ground. He's got to get in the end zone at least once hopefully more. Um, and like we said, control the clock, take the pressure off the, the young QB and take the pressure off that blitzing defense. I mean, they haven't gotten home all year, but we haven't been the best at protecting all year. So something's got to give there exactly. and they're going to be bringing pressure. And if we can't run the ball effectively, that, that spells bad, bad news for us so um like i said chris rodriguez is my mvp my x factor he runs wild tonight he he puts the cats on his back and leads them to victory and i hope out of our two mvps aj you're right because everything i wanted to say was about chris rodriguez the only reason i didn't say it is because we need another x factor other than him but i hope he's the mvp tonight because boy if he's not then we might be sitting here tomorrow talking about something that we don't want to have to talk about. So yep. let's not talk about that now. Absolutely. And I, I will point out one other thing because this kind of popped into my mind today. And I, as I was thinking about it with a, with a young backup quarterback, sometimes they're very comfortable with other guys that they practice with and play with on that second unit all the time. So you may see a young receiver who hasn't mm-hmm. made a lot of noise this year come up and make some plays because I, I can't speculate on who that person 100% is going to be. We do have a lot of talent in that wide receiver room. We have a couple running backs now with, with the depth that we have in, in Cavassier and Jatan behind Chris so 
there's a little bit of a factor of there may be a guy that that this young quarterback trusts, right? And that he knows mm-hmm. that I can get the ball to him, and so we'll see yeah. if that if that plays out or if that develops. Just something to, to potentially keep your eye on if um, another small X factor player who may have not been on our radar pops up during the game. You just never know. Uh, I, I like where your head's at there, AJ. That's an absolute possibility. But before we get out of here, I think there's just one last housekeeping, if you will. I know it's late on a Saturday afternoon, but there's still a lot of college football to be played. So let's bring it over to AJ for this week's best bet out of AJ's corner and hopefully get you guys another winner. Let me remind you, AJ is perfect thus far. Yeah, 3-0 start. Very good. Um, Most people would say the only place to go for me is down at this point. So we're going to (laughs) try to prove all of those people wrong. And uh, honestly, I've had to pivot a few times. Uh, I was kind of prepared also to come out here and give people uh, Ohio State today against Michigan State minus 27. So it's 327. That game kicks at four. I still got to edit the podcast and, and get it uploaded and sent out. Um, and so we'll see if, if I can get it out in time and somebody can pop to the end of it and catch the best bet and put it in time, then by God, good for you, man. But um, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to pivot off of that because I want to give something out tonight where if people listen this afternoon – they'll be able to have some fun and possibly play play one of these games, put down a wager. And I think I'm going to go – this game is kind of off the radar. I apologize. Um, it's Coastal Carolina and Louisiana Monroe. And Coastal Carolina is 5-0. and They're on the road this week at Louisiana Monroe, a 2-3 and team. Coastal Carolina is minus 13.5 right now. I – have already played Louisiana Monroe plus the 13 and a half points at home today. Um, I don't need to get into it all in full detail, but I just think that this is a spot where Louisiana Monroe can keep this game close. Um, I don't think that they, you know, We'll see if they can win the game, but I do think that they can keep this game close. Coastal Carolina's 5-0. and I think they're a little overvalued in the market right now. I don't think they should be favored by 13.5 points on the road against a Louisiana Monroe team who, despite their 2-3 and record, I think has shown quite well this year, had some moments, and I think they can keep this game within the 13.5. So that's where we're going to go is Louisiana Monroe plus 13.5. The game's at 8 o'clock tonight. So should have plenty of time to get that one in. And that's all I got for you guys this week. Sam, appreciate you hopping in here, breaking this game down. I know we've all got a little nerves, a little jitters going on with uh, QB1 being out. But Big Blue Nation, time to show up and show out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Big game on our hands, AJ. Let's do this. Yep. All right, Sam. Appreciate it. I'll let you get out of here. Have a good day. Go scream and yell and go nuts at that game tonight, man. Yes, sir. You'll see me later. See y'all. All right. We're all good. We got it.
For sure, bro. Yeah. Well, good stuff. I got to edit up the front of that a little bit. And yeah, no worries. For sure. Um, sorry. I. We're all good. I'll, I'll, I'll make it sound better in there. But uh, yeah, appreciate. No, no you. worries, bro. Yeah, I know you got to go and whatnot, and you got things going on. So appreciate you, Carl. Oh no, no worries. Yeah, we're about to start tailgating and all that. So uh, no sure. worries, man. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna start drinking a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah, nerves. bro. <laughs> Calm the nerves. All right, bro. all right. Anna's waving bye. Bye, Hannah. Have fun. Love you guys. All right, bro. Yes, love you, man. Right. Talk to you later. There's only one thing left to say. Oh, C-A-T-S, cats, cats, cats.